Hello and welcome to Tales of the Uncharted Territory. That is a great intro. Yes, let's do that one. Hello, everyone. Yes, this is one of the uh, uh, the in between weeks of So Farscape while we uh, eagerly await the next episode, uh, and we're going to do another little fanfic for you. I'm Kaki. I'm Kay. And this is the fanscape uh, so stories. far. Oh, yeah, oh. a fanfic so far. Yes, yeah. I think so. Yes. Okay, yeah, no. See, so today's story is called The Untold Encounter by Akai Hato. Okay, now, this is an author from whom we've read a few stories back when we st- still did these uh, readings exclusively for our Patreon patrons. So we have a little bit of familiarity with Akai Hato, who's written some fun comedies before. But apparently, according to the author's note here, this here be my first submitted work to this fanfic site, first publication, Farscape. B-board. So, quite naturally, I'm assuming something will go wrong. No, actually, what I want to say was that the humor in this story is best received as A. You imagine the perfectly sane crew of Farscape. B, <laughs> if you re- yeah, okay. B, if you realize that, despite its appearance, there is a surprising amount of logic and scientific truth weaved into the story. I like it. And C, if you actually get the logic and science... Okay, well, also the story takes place, oh, mid-late in the first season, since that was when I wrote it, and one of the titles considered for the untold encounter, which is what we're reading, is Encounters of the Really Stupid Kind. Okay. But anyway, without further ado... Oh, come on, I'm getting better. Oh, good guess. Yes, okay. True, you didn't get us stuck in some flax this time. I'll take that as a yes. But any yearling peacekeeper could overtake you. The voices of John and Aaron drifted down the passageways of Moya and reached the ears of the rest of the crew. Ah, oh, they're back, mused Rigel. Alive, too. Crichton must be getting better. He almost collided with this piece of space debris, commented Aaron as the door swung open. The thing started heading towards us, protested John. Hey, we've just accidentally done some continuity because they're doing, they're doing transport pod flying practice. Oh, wow, yes. That's amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> It, it slots in perfectly. Space debris doesn't change course all of a sudden and try to hit the nearest Leviathan transport. Well, that one did, I swear. But the point is, it didn't hit us, and I'm sitting better at moving the thing around. Aaron ignored him and strolled past the congregation of the crew, stay, saying out loud in a general sort of stone, Someone else get to te- gets to teach him next time? Dargo immediately declined, as did Chiana. Rachel flew away. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, wow. Okay, so we're on a new scene now. Yes. A scout ran up to Kaksev. General, both the Hynerian and the peacekeepers have departed. Wow, am I going to regret doing this character Probably. voice? And no one has noticed our presence yet. Kaksev could see this without the help of a scout, but he said anyway. Excellent. Lieutenant General, unload the rest of the troops. Meet me at the top of the structure behind the boxes. Soon the troops and the rest of the ship were milling behind the large boxes. Oh. Unseen by the crew of Moya. There he is, hissed Kaksev to the nearest sergeant. The fiend, the arch-anonymous, the... the... Enemy? Suggested the staff sergeant. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Where's this going? An odd scent brushed Dargo's nose, but he assumed it had to do with Rigel come... Coming in again. <laughs> Rigel no nearly, co- <laughs> nearly collided with Crichton as they passed each other by the entrance near the food chamber. Wait for the giant's head to move away, commanded Kaksev. Oh, then take the food supply hostage, now! Three privates raced out and grabbed the supply of food cubes, then raced back. Good work! John moved his head. John moved his hand towards the pile of the food cubes he had dumped on the table, and finding nothing, groped around, then finally turned and found it was missing. He looked around briefly. Son, did you see where I put my food cubes? 
Zan, taking off her comm badge in order to do something with her sleeve, replied that she hadn't. What? Aaron, have you? Wait, you didn't eat them? No, I... Never mind, I'll just get some more later. Kaxa frowned. He had underestimated his enemy. They had an emergency supply of food. Never mind, he thought, gave a new order to one of his troops. Zahn frowned slightly. She was sure she had put her comm badge right here. There, in the sight of her vision, she spotted Chana. Chiana, did you borrow my comm badge? Chiana looked suspicious for half an instant at the word borrow, but when Zahn reached <laughs> the comm badge, she looked relieved, then slightly annoyed. Your comm badge? Why would I steal your comm badge? I'm not implying that you stole it. I'm merely asking if you have it. No, I don't have it. I bet I bet he does, though, Chiana argued, pointing at Rigel, who was coming out of You're the food chamber. You're going for Gollum. <laughs> I'm sorry. Or like the, the, the women in the life of Brian. You know, He's got it. He's got it. <laughs> She realized how illogical that was, but it was too late. Me? Why should I take your food cubes? Food cubes? Combat? Who cares about food cubes? cried Shana, exasperated. I do, interjected John from the side. My food cubes are missing. Who cares about you? replied Shana. Wow. <laughs> Kaxia frowned even more. No matter how loudly his troops yelled, they were getting no attention. Uh, uh, General, sir? Yes, Private. Maybe we can try command coming them through the badges. <laughs> coming? I'm sorry. No. I, okay. I, <laughs> Kaxev turned around with a smile. Excellent idea, Private. You're promoted to First Sergeant. I feel honoured, sir. <laughs> you just knocked the microphone sorry, while I you saluted. <laughs> yes, I like it. The crew of Moya were in a heated argument about nothing, with Pilot trying to understand what they were arguing about when suddenly their comm badges made the usual whoop, opening noise and a voice spoke... Attention, all you oversized people. That cut their arguing off abruptly, and everyone started looking around. Where was the voice coming from? Outside the chamber? No, look over here, near the large structure with the boxes on top. That really didn't help, because even for Rigel, there were no large structures with boxes on top to be seen. Finally, Kaksev ordered his troops to go out and start doing the Nataya dance to get their attention. I'm just imagining this as a haka now, or something like that. <gasps> that is dope. Imagine the, the sort of wee free men doing a haka. Yes, exactly. <laughs> On top of the table, informed Pilot. John and Aaron, nearest to the table, peered closely. Aaron's eyes widened slightly, and John blurted, What the crap? and started sniggering. Kaksev ordered his troops to stop dancing and grabbed hold of the comm badge, stepped forward. The creatures stood only half a finger tall at most and were mostly orange and brown coloured. They had short, stumpy bodies with thin, oddly joined arms and, their, and legs. They stood on two legs and had two arms. Small, beady, dark green eyes were on top of their heads and what looked like furry feathers sprouted from the back of their mostly spherical heads. John couldn't see where the mouth was, assuming there was a mouth. They had little swords clipped onto their backs, the one carrying the combadge stepped forward, and John assumed that was the leader. They are so cute. What are they? What are you imagining here? Like, like sort of moth, moth dudes? I suppose. I mean, there's been feathers. There's no, no been no mention of wings. Yeah, but you know, but, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know how how, how moths, their antennas can sometimes sort of look feathery. Yeah, or... I suppose. Yeah, oh, these are so cool. The leader raised his. John's wasn't sure what gender it was. Little form. Oh yeah, the leader raised the leader raised his. Comma, John wasn't sure what gender it was, little forearm in his direction. Murderer of brother Vexak, I found you at last, he shrilled. He's getting a lot of brothers murdered, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. 
For half a moment, Dargwell thought Trace had been turned into an insect. Yeah. <laughs> then everyone sort of groaned. Crichton, started Rigel. What did you do now? I didn't do anything. The leader looked peeved, although it was hard to tell. Not him, the other one. Me? said Aaron in complete surprise. Yes, you. I didn't do anything. I, I wait. <clears throat> I didn't do anything? asked John, oddly relieved. Well, you too, I suppose. What did I do, said Aaron, her eyes narrowing slightly. What did you do? What did you do? You killed my brother, that's what you did. You crushed him, killed him. When did I kill your brother? I don't have, I don't recall ever seeing a species like you, much less killing one of you. You deny that you, a part cycle ago, came onto Vexak when he was presenting a space to the knightly Diptera, and after crushing him with the heel of your foot, did you not even turn back, and you followed and ground the corpse of my brother into the ground even further. John and Aaron looked at each other, their faces full of question. When did... They both started. John looked back at the diptera and told Aaron, I think you stepped on the dip's leader's bro by accident, back on that trading planet. Aaron replied, And you stepped on him again, following my footsteps. She turned toward the group of diptera and said, So now you've come to avenge your brother's death by killing me? How did you now? Asked Kaksev <laughs> in wonderment. Murmurs of awe spread through the troops. Aaron blinked. John stepped forward and began to explain. Um, you look, Aaron and I are really sorry for stepping on your brother. We honestly didn't notice. Suddenly, Pilot Hollow sprang up. Attention! Brace yourselves for a minor... The entire ship jerked roughly, then abruptly lurched to the side, and the chamber echoed with various yells and cries, punctuated by chirping of a frantic DRD, as all the stools and tables fell violently. A shower of food cubes cascaded on everyone as Rigel lost his hold of them, and everyone fell over. The, the dips bounced, mostly. Bump! Ended pilot. A sarcastic comment was about to be made when one of the dips started moaning. Incidentally, it was the newly promoted first sergeant. Oh, oh my foot! Kaksev came over, looked at him, and announced he was demoted back to private. <laughs> wow. As soon as you heal, you'll be promoted to sergeant. What? Mm. Okay, one of the privates raised his arm. I used to be second lieutenant, but I got demoted when I did something to my arm. Kaksev thought for a moment and said, So you were. Okay, you're promoted to warrant officer. He's worse than Darth Vader. <laughs> yes. Another private raised his arm. I used to be captain. A group of dips slightly off to the side that hadn't been seen protested. He's lying, General. <laughs> Kaksev frowned. So he is. I don't remember him being captain. Nixis, the private cursed. Gianna whispered, a species consisting of idiots. I love it. <laughs> Whoa, that is so mean. Meanwhile, John had noticed a group of dips off to the side and went over there. He squatted down and asked, So, what are you guys? Us? We're the servants. We follow them around, said one of the dips. Why? snorted Aaron, who had decided to stand nearby. Uh, I don't know. It's fun watching them. Seeing John and Aaron's face... The dip added, We aren't all idiots, just mostly idiots. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of the crew had been straightening chairs and were now sitting on them, watching the rest of the room. Zahn took out a notepad or something and started taking notes. <laughs> okay, see, that's quality right yeah. there. A notepad or something. <laughs> just then, Kaksev declared war on Aaron and, scuttling up to her, proceeded to stab her in the foot with his sword. Ow! cried Aaron, and spinned around, growled, and started trying to stomp on him. 
Retreat! Retreat! yelled Kaksev as the troops ran away in panic. The servants watched them, as do John and Aaron. Dargo, Chana, Rigel and Zahn were munching on some sort of food resembling popcorn and watching the antics of John, Aaron and the dips. Zahn continued taking notes. The dips ran into an air vent. Moments later, they came running out again. A DRD followed, chirping and beeping furiously. <laughs> the dips started fighting the DRD with their swords. The DRD continued to chirp. John, Aaron and the servants came over to the rest of the crew and grabbing a chair started eating some of the popcorn-like food. <laughs> Even Pilot watched with interest. Zahn offered the servants some of the food and they accepted politely. <laughs> then the DRD moves off to clean up something and a ragged cheer emits from the exhausted troops. John raised his hand tentatively. Um, did you want to kill me? The troops scrambled at his voice, then suddenly out the door into the hallway. The troops scramble at his voice, then suddenly out the door into the hallway. Okay. Everyone continues to sit around and eat the food. Suddenly, a spaceship comes zooming in, causing Rigel to nearly choke. How the yoss did that thing get in? Pilot looks slightly embarrassed. Oh, I thought it was a piece of space debris and it ah. must have come in with the transport. Then everyone started to scramble because the ship started shooting little neon pink beams of light. They were accurate, too. They actually hit everyone and caused an irritating buzz when they made contact with the skin. Rigel started to fly away, and the ship chased after him. An aerial combat followed, Whoa. Rigel dodging the beams by swerving and darting around in the most spectacular ways. Whoa. And the rest of the crew stood around watching him for a while. Then John said, um, right, we gotta get the ship to, you know, stop shooting Rigel. Dargo offered to whack the ship with his quarter blade. No, 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 said the servants. We don't want them actually killed. You grow fond of them after a while. It turned out they didn't have to do anything. Rigel suddenly turned around and flew straight towards the ship. Oh, he's giving him the old Belfast kiss. <laughs> when Rigel's face suddenly zoomed towards the control room, chaos erupted among the dips. Trained as they were, nothing had prepared them for a close-up of Rigel's face. <laughs> well, fair enough. The ship slowed Call down... Call that a close-up? Sorry, I'm not editing <laughs> in. I just wanted to... That's like the wrong season. <laughs> too close, too close. <laughs> The ship slowed down abruptly. Rigel turned a hard left and avoided it, and Chana skipped over and jumped up to grab the ship and bring it down. When Chana put the ship down, some troops came out accompanying Kaksev. We will never surrender, Kaksev declared, <laughs> and ran back into the ship. Chana placed a foot on top of the thing in case it tried to fly again, and Zahn picked up her notepad and continued writing notes. Um, Dips, I'm uh, really incredibly sorry about stepping on your leader's brother, or grinding him, whatever said John, not sure how to put it. He gave a glance towards Aaron. She mouthed, no. John mouthed, will you? <clears throat> wow, mouthing is hard. John mouthed, will you please, back. So Aaron, rolling her eyes, muttered a complete apology. Uh, don't bother, said one of the servants. Vexak was a nasty ruler anyway. They're all better all, they're all, better all without him. He was, said a dip, popping out from a side exit. Now that you mention it, he was, wasn't it? said another dip from the top of the ship. You know, Kaksev's much better than his brother, agreed another. Soon all the dips came out of the spaceship, bobbing their head, agreeing that Vexak was actually pretty bad. Kaksev put a claw through his feather thing and proclaimed, Maybe it was a good, th maybe it was a good thing that Aaron killed him. Let's have a revolution, declared a dip. Yeah! Revolution! 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 They all chanted. Viva la revolution, added John helpfully. Everyone else either stared, munched on the remaining food, or chanted along. Zahn took notes. Right, said Kaksev. What do we do? Get a new leader, suggested a dip. All the dips agreed. We already have one. Me, explained Kaksev. Oh, 
said all the dips. Zahn conclu- uh, continued taking notes. In the end, it was decided that the servants would lead the dip since they hadn't done anything else other than stand around and watch them. All they got onto, as they all got onto the ship, John asked the new leaders if they could have, they could answer some questions. Why not? They replied, and Zan stood nearby, finishing her notes. Well, first, how come it took so long for any of that to happen? You know, trace Aaron and me back to Moya, have a revolution. Uh, some idiots are more stupid than others, was the general reply. Also, Kaksev has a bad sense of direction. Right, and no offence to any of you, but how the crap did you guys, well, evolve? Well, technically, the chances of small species like us, even with mediocre hands, claws, hind limbs, enabling un- upright position and locomotion, and the rest of it, being intelligent enough for, the se- for sentience are slim. And at this size, six legs instead of four would be more logical in a way. Uh, how we're able to translate what the rest of you say is also quite an enigma. We have a general theory. One is that our ancestors were very smart, but some genetic drift or environmental conditions has resulted in a mass generation of intelligence. The other is that we're actually some sort of species who was created via biotechnology messing around with DNA and whatnot. In other words, we don't know. Ah. With final farewells, <laughs> the Diptera climbed aboard their spaceship and flew away into the hallway. Sometime later, they came back. A dip, probably a leader, poked his, or was it a her? John never figured that deal out, head from the top of the ship and apologized, saying that they had gotten lost. With final farewells from the docking bay, the dip's ship flew away and, because of its size, vanished into the star-speckled void faster than they had expected. Epilogue. That was weird. That was phenomenally weird. But interesting. A break in the routine. Something to ponder on. New perspective on life and everything in general. Let's never mention it again. That was definitely Rigel. Look at it. Oh, yes, you're right. Sorry. Let us never never mention it again. Right? Yes. On this, the crew of Moya, for once, agreed unanimously. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. That was excellent. This was the untold encounter by Akai Hato. Oh, so what are you supposed to do when the species of tyrannical insectopoids invades your ship and declares death on you? I believe is the uh, title of the post that was uh, that this was submitted under. Fantastic. All right. Well, next week we are back to the next thrilling episode of Farscape Season 3, which I think is going to be... Ooh, let me see if I do my math right. Oh, God. Am I going to get it right or am I going to edit this out? I think it's going to be Wait for the Wheel... Oh, yeah, apparently it is, because we're still... Okay, good. Good for me. All Uh, right. So, favorite line from the story? um, Okay, mine is, Chana looked suspicious for half an instant at the word borrow, but when Zan (laughs) reached combat, she looked relieved and slightly annoyed. (laughs) That's like... (laughs) So, yes, she definitely nicked something, but it wasn't the combat. Yes. (laughs) Okay, thank you. I'm Gaki. I'm Kay. See you next week. Bye. I'm still waving. That's still how waving. we end this. Bye bye. Bye bye. 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 <laughs>